You are now listening to Hope They Hear Us Podcast. Remember, note takers are money makers. Let's go. Hey, how you doing, everybody, man? Welcome to the first ever podcast episode of I Hope They Hear Us. Man, I got my brothers from another, man. I got Jaquan Norman and I got Desmond Paul on me. We're here with me, man. I want you guys to go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Quan, would you like hey, the floor first, brother? Elders, man. You know who it is, Quan. <laughs> Quan, man. So, uh, young King right here, uh, born and raised in Chesapeake, Virginia. Stand up, two up, two down, 757, you know what I'm saying? Uh, graduate of the illustrious North Carolina ANT State University, Aggie Pride. And, um, yeah, man, just living my life, trying to find purpose and all that I do, man. That's me, man. Well said, Brother Quan. Well said, Brother mm-hmm. Quan. <laughs> uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, my name is Desmond Paul, born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, still a current student, senior at the illustrious North Carolina A&T State University. Um, really excited to be on a podcast here with my brothers and uh you know, definitely look forward to the journey that uh, will lead us, you know, to wherever is next. But appreciate you guys for tuning in with us. Tap in. Ooh, tap in. I like that. Yes, sir. Man, last but, last but not least, man, my name is Isaiah Garner, man. I am also a graduate of the illustrious North Carolina A&T State University. Can I get an Aggie pride? Aggie pride, my brother. Aggie Pride, bro. I'm also, also on the 2020 initiative of the Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, the greatest fraternity on earth. Man, brothers, man, it's an honor to actually start. Uh, hey, right. hey, because y'all already know, y'all already know, you know <laughs> I was saying the same thing. I was like, oh, okay, bro. I like, I was about to say congrats or something. Up. I was just like. Hey, hey. <laughs> Dez, Dez, I think Dez was waiting on me to hear the bark one time. That's what I think, Dez. <laughs> <laughs> I, know you, I know it's coming. But, man. Hey, brother. Hey, man. Do you, man. Hey, nah, man. I ain't going to do that. Man. I'm going to behave on the podcast, man. Listen. But, man, I just want to, you know, just want to take this time out and just say, man, I appreciate you guys, you two, for you know, even being able to just entertain the 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 um the proposition of even starting this podcast, man. I really appreciate you guys for being able to just take some time aside to be able to record, you know, and just try to inform our peers on the audience and plus the audience that we're targeting, you know, to do better and you know just see what's going on in the in the world and being able to just come and talk about it, man. Definitely, brother. 100%. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir, man. But I got a question, man. Before we even dive into all those questions and, and everything, man, I first want to just say, man, we are we are Christians. All of us on this call are definitely Christians. So we, we like to start this call off with a, something called a, a faith corner. So I know, uh, Quan, uh, go ahead and, and drop that faith corner for us. What, what we... What are we doing for this time, this episode? Hey, man, you already know. Uh, this time, we are acknowledging God in all our ways, man. So, uh, like Zay said, we're going we gonna to have this faith corner, um, you know, in every podcast, just to, to make room for God and invite him in. 
into our space, man. And, and all that we do, we want to invite him into it. So, uh, my bad. I just had to do a little run. Go ahead, brother. Take your time. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, I just want to read this one thing to you guys. Okay. If you will simply make the most of where you are, God would do the rest. He is watching to see what you would mm. do first, what he has already given you, but no one else is paying that much attention. When you look a little closer at what you have, you may discover that you have more than enough to accomplish God's plan for you. You may be limited in resources or even in skills, but while God does not always call the equip, he always equips the call. So three, so three questions to ask yourself, you know, when discovering your purpose or just trying to figure out what it is that, you know, your life is or what you plan to do, ask yourself these three questions. What's one thing you are good at? What is one way God has worked in your life? And what skill, resource, or gift has God entrusted you with to use today? Hold on, run, run those three questions back one more time for me. All right, so number one. Yes, please. What's one thing you're good at? Number two. Mm -hmm. What is one way God has worked in your life? Okay. And number three. Ooh. What skill, resource, of gift, or gift has God entrusted you with to use today? Mm, that is tough. tough right there. That man. is tough, man. I really appreciate that, man, because I... I I actually was thinking about that the other day, man. You know, I, I, I feel like um like my birthday passed last weekend and I felt like I was just just figuring out like what kind of uh process or like what what season I'm in, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just I remember just one day walking outside at work, like after work in between like training people, and I just looked at the sunset and I just said, Man, God, I just I just surrender man like I, I i i can't keep living feeling like i'm living for myself man i gotta live for something bigger and i gotta continue to work and try to operate in the purpose that you gave to me you know mm -hmm. so those mm -hmm. questions i mm -hmm. think those questions are definitely something if you need to get some real good soul searching in definitely bro i definitely agree with you as far as the the three questions but i want to refer back to he was saying like when God equips you, like, you, you already have mm -hmm. enough, but he want to see, like, what exactly are you going to do with, with what he gave you? Sometimes I kind of think we we tend to overlook the, the little things, bro, like, and just really just take for granted what everything we have. But instead, you know, we, we, we need to be grateful because, you know, some people really don't have what we have and we don't have what others have. But that's what makes us all unique, that we can all, you know, be different, but be able to still be a part of, you know, something bigger, bro. So I really like that little piece in the um, in that little spill you just gave, bro. Absolutely, that was really man. Hey, man, I, that was, hey, yo, that was awesome, man. That was definitely awesome. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate that, Quan, man. I really appreciate that, that word of advice. We really needed that. Uh, hopefully our listeners appreciate that as well, man. But... I do have I do have one question for each of you guys. You know, since we've been going in the midst of a pandemic, man, and actually this podcast was basically birthed in the midst of the pandemic. But beyond just, you know, this podcast, I want to just ask you guys, like, how is this pandemic treating you? And what new skill have you learned during the pandemic? Mm. 
Quan, you want to go hey, first, bro? Yes, the elders gonna have to keep this keep this train moving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm giving you the floor, bro. <laughs> All right. So your first question is, how has the pandemic been treating me? Yes, sir. Like, how is it treating you? Like, if you want me to go a little further no, or deeper not. into it, how is it treating you? Okay, okay. I'm just making. I'm making sure, bro. <laughs> nah, it's good. Um, we good, brothers, eh? <laughs> It's been a good, it's been a good, pan- well, I wouldn't say it's been a good pandemic, but it's been a good time to, to sit back and reflect, to sit back and see, like, where I'm at in life right now, you know? Um, as far as, like, learning, man, you know, there's so much time in the day, but are you really putting your mind, you know, to, to really develop personally? Are you really putting your mind to, to be trained to continue to learn or learn new things? And that's what I've really, that's been like the, the, the gist of my pandemic, really learning, man, reading more, uh, listening to more podcasts, just trying to enhance and, and further my knowledge and things that I don't know, you know, um, even as far as investments, man, how to be a good a steward of what God has given me as far as finances, uh, you know, relationships, um, and in my life currently, man, the things that I can work on, things I can get better with personally, internally, and, and really, um, figuring out like the source of why things may be they why they are the way in my life right now so it's been a lot of self-reflection and diving deep into you know you know who i am and why i do the things that i do and for your second your second question you asked what new skill have i learned i would say uh i wouldn't call it a skill man but i've really been and been using a journal man and I feel like that just mm, enhanced, mm-hmm. like, my whole, like, I would say my whole self-discovery, man, is figuring out, like, when I write stuff out, bro, like, all right, you really got to change how you think, man. You really got to change how you, you, you see things, and I get to see why I feel a certain way about things that, you know, may have bothered me. Also, okay. question for you, bro. Oh, before you continue, bro, like, what tips could you give the, the listeners, like, on journaling? Like, what have you been doing as far as, like, journaling? Mm. Like, is certain things you've been journaling about, or... It's just like whatever comes to your comes so to your usually head. when I know I got the journal, bro, is when I I be up at night and it's like something is is in my mind. I can't sleep, you know. It's keeping me up at night. I'm not getting the rest that I know I would usually get. So that it'd be something like that's just bottling right. my in my mind, something that's just like on my heart heavy, and it's like just right, just right. Cause some sometimes I don't, you know, I don't I don't have a therapist. I don't have someone I can just go to. And just lay out all my thoughts, cause all my all my thoughts ain't like that 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 faith corner. It ain't always you know on God. It ain't always you know up upright. Definitely, you know what I'm <laughs> so just the right. That's my reflection to see like, all right, bro. Now now, where's your faith at right now? Like, how are you you seeking God? How are you being a worshiper in this moment? Like, is your faith is your right. faith really intact in these thoughts? So that's how I use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really go back. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say go back and read. I would just say, man, just don't look back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just keep writing. And whatever comes to my mind is how I usually go for it. Um, but, Be in the yeah. prison, bro. Yeah, I, I like writing. And I, I think the best writing for me, I know you said advice or tips, but just the, when it's on your mind heavy, man, even if it's in your phone, your notes, just write out. Write it out. Wake up. Write it out. Just, just get it out of your head. I know for me, like I said before, I have stuff just replanning, and playing back my mind over and over and all day and all night. So just write it out. That's why I, I do journaling. But uh, 
100%. Yeah, but uh, to answer the second half of that, that question, I would say um, another ski I would say U.S. day trader, uh, U.S. 30, I think y'all know. We, we all masters, we're elite <laughs> U.S. 30 masters. Uh, yes, sir. What else have I done? I've been doing a lot of, not a lot, but I've been doing some 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 um technical technical uh what's the word I'm looking for not certifications but just further my my knowledge in, in in tech I'll say that that's my that's what I'm mm. how about y'all? Dave, I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead, brother. Well, I was just gonna add on, bro. Like, I definitely feel you as far as the journaling, bro. Cause. I need your help, mm-hmm. bro, because I've been struggling to journal, bro. Like, I feel like that is one one thing I'm lacking that I probably probably need the most because I just be having so many creative ideas that be going through my head, and I just be letting them just roam free instead of writing them down. So I probably need to get on that as well. So I appreciate hey, you, bro. But I know tip, for – definitely. But I know for me, um, I say this quarantine has mm-hmm. been amazing. Like, not as far as, like, the pandemic, you know, I definitely – don't wish this on nobody, but as far as, like, having the time to sit back and really reflect, like, I really feel like God really just sat the world down, and he just called, he calling for certain people to to go through their season. Like, I feel like it's no coincidence, like, all of us are going through a certain phase where we're all developing and maturing as, not even as just as men, but just as people. And I feel like God is calling for certain people to just sit down and just mature. So when this pandemic is over, we can really like go out here and really do his will like he been planning for us to do it this whole time. So that's kinda honestly how I've been approaching the quarantine and uh really just taking the necessary skills to keep enhancing as a person. I know one big thing I'm doing right now during quarantine is reading the book of Proverbs for the month of okay. July. And man, I how tell you, coming, bro, you told me you told me about that. How is that even bro, coming, bro? Like, bro, it's like every question I've ever had in life. Like, I really say, like, I've been questioning has been answered through this whole time. And every, okay. it's kind of like certain certain characteristics I've had about myself, I've seen them now more, like, how much I need to enhance them even more, like, humility and, you know, being patient. Like, they, I, that is one word I've been seeing a lot in Proverbs, patience. Like, it's no coincidence I'm seeing this. So, Hey, Dan. What's up? I, I do want to tell you this. Um, because I, I remember I, I read the whole book of Proverbs as well. And I do want to let you know that um you're actually reading the most um motivational book ever written. Right? So really? Yeah, like Proverbs, if you listen like when you start listening to or reading like thinking go rich, you start reading other things, that's basically coming from Proverbs, bro. Like when it talks about um, in chapter four of Proverbs, when it talks about guard your heart before above all else. Right. You know, your heart is basically the gateway for certain things. And if you let this thing into you, then you're you're not going to say you're doomed, but you can definitely, let's say I'm going to tie it in with outwitting the devil. You become a drifter. You dig what I'm saying? Definitely, you know. So it's 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 break like basically the most motivational book ever written. But go ahead, sorry, to cut you off. <laughs> no, you <Ooh>. good. <laughs> no, you good, bro. That's a good point, and I definitely agree with you, bro. Like I've definitely felt a lot of motivation coming from this book because, like, it just it just gives so much clarity to to things that I've really been having questions on, and just really just been enhancing 
been enhancing myself as a person. And along with that, even becoming more uh, spiritual as well. I know we talk about religious, uh, our religious beliefs, but becoming more spiritual, being one with nature, you know what I'm saying? Taking the time to meditate, you know what I'm saying? To be able to be aware of what's going on, going on around me. Excuse me, going on around me and just being <laughs> and just being aware of the present. I think like that's been like a really big thing I've started doing as well. And um, I really say like for skills, I've started playing the piano again. Um, I actually took a step back uh, during quarantine as well from social media. I ended up deleting all my social media rather deleted that and just really took a step back from a lot of stuff I was doing just to focus on the little things that I need to help me in the long run. So one of those, um, as being a producer, um, one of the things I always wanted to learn how to do is play the keyboard just to have, give my music more meaning. So I had to take a step back from even just making beats every day to just sitting there playing the keyboard for like an hour to two to three hours a day. And don't get me wrong, y'all, like, it's it's been frustrating. Like, it'd be a lot of days, like, that's why I'm glad I'm reading Proverbs because it's been a lot of days where I'll be like, yo, like, I can't, I can just do better just making a bunch of beats. But it's just like, to have that feeling, to have that 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 emotion behind something you're passionate about, I feel like you can't cheat the system. You just got to trust the process. Mm-hmm. So, really, that's that's what's really been going on with me during quarantine. It's, it's been real good. But I definitely... You know, want to send my prayers and blessings out to all those that have been affected by COVID nineteen, as I know y'all as well. And uh, we just wish that everybody just stay, just stay safe, really. But uh, what about you, Zay? Shush. Um. Hey, man, that's some powerful stuff to come after two heavy hitters right mm-hmm. there. Um. Hey, man, we blessed and abundant. <laughs> man, honestly, man. Um, this COVID has treated me in a different, different space. You know what I'm saying, like. I remember in the beginning of COVID, walking into work, and that's when they told us, like, yo, we're going to cut, we're going to start cutting hours due to, you know, surgeries uh, being a- not being able to happen due, you know, throughout the pandemic because they restricted traveling. And I remember just really praying to God and just asking him, like, yo, like, not, I ain't going to say, like, I speak to God, like, yo, but I was like, God, you know, please you know, reveal everything that I need to see during this time and just, like, make sure that I am actually walking in purpose. Because I said, when you cut somebody's hours for work, you actually see if you really want to do the thing that you're actually doing right now. And, you know, I started opening my eyes to certain things, right? And one thing I forgot, and I kind of felt like I, I got to a point and I was just like, man, I hate my job or I dislike certain things about my job. And I forgot to to I forgot one word that really just came back to me recently was gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't have jobs. A lot of people are applying for uh, you know unemployment and, and, and stuff like that. But just to able to have a job, to be able to be blessed. And I say I, I throughout this pandemic, man, I've been blessed abundantly, man. Like if I be on, you know, begin to speak and I've talked talk to, you know, I believe I talked to both of you guys about how, you know, certain things that has happened in my life that blessed me throughout this pandemic, you know, and it was just to the point, like, I forgot to have gratitude to certain things. And really, that's the, one of the things that I, I had to teach myself well reteach myself is to actually wake up in the morning and say thank you god for waking me up like you know little simple stuff that we don't really pay attention to on a daily basis 
Mm-hmm. Like, thank you, God, for waking me up. Thank you for letting me be able to go to work. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, for being able to let me pay my rent, my, you know, my groceries in the fridge, clothes on my back. You know, things like that just made me feel like, man, I needed to basically say that. I needed to have that that gratitude in order to continue to function or basically to be able to continue to progress forward to my purpose that I'm going to. Um, so that's one of the things that, that I really stood out to me during this pandemic. You know, uh, also, uh, one of the things that I have that I really... Um, I, I learned what a skill that I learned basically was not only just US 30 having trading, trading stock options or trade options. Um, also, man, just really learning how to um, how to really to, to meditate, honestly, like mm. meditating is 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 and, and I'm not perfect at it, man. But I think like Ooh. certain certain things like meditation, like I, I had to really learn how to um how to actually turn everything off social media had to turn everything off and just say man i'm gonna uh meditate man i gotta clear my head my hair my head feels a little cloudy right Mm -hmm. now i gotta Mm -hmm. really like sit down and just like declog what's going on in my mental right now so one of those things that's that's one of the things i probably that's the skill i really really got on because i could put on meditation i probably think but I put like the you know the YouTube live stream music meditation music I can fall asleep to that, but it feels like so good like it's just like soothing. Definitely, you know really. I got some of that playing right now in the background. <laughs> I hear it. A <laughs> bit. I'm, I'm telling you, right? Like I'm in peace right now, bro. I feel you 100. And, <clears> and, and that's that's one of the things I've learned. I also learned, um, you know, how to you know not get mad over things I can't control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you control, when you when you get mad at, at things that you can't control, you know it's nothing you can do about it. You can just readjust. You know you just have to readjust because it's no way you can change it. Mm. Powerful readjustments. You know? So mm. yeah, man. Powerful word. <laughs> <laughs> readjust, man. Readjust, man. That's that, that's the things that I actually have learned. You know what I'm saying? Throughout throughout this pandemic, man, and it's. It's been it's been very rewarding. I feel like 2020 has been. Um, we asked. That's the thing. You know, it's so crazy about 2020. We asked for 2020 vision a lot of times. Like even when you go to the eye doctor, everybody thinks that perfect vision is what everybody wants. But at the same time, like when you see that, when you have that perfect vision, you got to realize that you're seeing everything. You're seeing the good and the bad. And sometimes the people, some people can't face that ugly. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I feel like 2020 is really representing well, that ugly in the bag because everything is being revealed at this time. Everything. No holes bar- no holes bars, man. You got <laughs> no <laughs> holes bars. But look, hey yo, you know what's so crazy about that? That goes into the topic, the first topic, man. How everything gets revealed, right? And um we could just jump right into this first topic, honestly, man. It, it, it's it's about COVID, you know what I mean? It's about basically, I don't know if you guys have read about it or heard about it, man. Um, man, it's about the mask, the mandatory mask situations, man, and, and how how it seems like America is divided instead of um, instead of uh, united, you know what I'm saying? It seems like, because 
I don't know if you guys heard that Keisha Bottoms is the mayor of, of Atlanta, and she required you know masks to be to be worn. And then the governor turns around and says, "No, it's not mandatory." And also sues and 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 brings up files a lawsuit on Keisha Bottoms. Mm. Mm. I mean. That's tough, but also keep in mind that it's, it's it's election season, so a lot of stuff is about to be started going on. It's like I don't understand, but you know, next couple months things is kind of like. But I mean, I don't know if, as far as a safety standpoint. Uh, hey, listeners, please wear your mask. Please stay, you know, uh, safe and sanitary when you go out and stuff like that. Um, Hold up, hold up. If you're going to say wear your mask, say wear your mask correctly oh, over man. your mouth and your <laughs> nose. Please. <laughs> you going to tell them that. Tell them all yeah, of it. I mean, yeah. Tell them your car, you have to keep it on. Take it off. Man, I know that you're going to be hot. You know what I'm saying? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Take it off in the car, bro. <laughs> or in the house, bro. If you go in the house, you can take it off, too. Yeah. If you're six feet away from somebody and nobody's around, take your mask off. Don't be breathing all that carbon dioxide. It's all, you know, recycling into your system. You know what I'm saying? So give yourself some fresh air, man. Mm. I mean, it's crazy you uh, we speaking on this topic because I was actually watching CNN the other day and uh, two representatives was arguing on TV about uh, uh, Florida and how the results in Florida are going up really, really, really crazy. And they were just arguing back and forth. And one was saying how he goes into the grocery store, but he practices social distancing, but he still feels like he shouldn't be required to wear a mask versus the other representative. They spoke about how regardless, six feet or not, you know, you still need to have that mask because I guess it's airborne. So, right. what y'all think about that? Like social distancing. I know we still practice that, but speaking, do you think like the government uh, governor of Georgia is like kind of making a point? Like we could still be far enough where we're not directly impacting each other, but still like I don't still have to wear a mask because I know a lot of people who feel that way. Right. You know this whole thing is well, confusing now. At this point, because <laughs> when it first came out, they said it's not airborne. But now it's like uh-huh. it's airborne. So I feel like the U.S. don't have a grasp on or really understanding what it is, bro. That's my that's my opinion. But go ahead, Z. I know you more in that field than I am. Well, I mean, well, shoot, hold up. I'm not a disease expert. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no, no, no. For real, though, man, honestly, like, when, I, when it first came out, uh, some of the doctors that I uh, connect with on a daily basis, they basically said one thing. They had a prediction that a lot of – they said – Honestly, everybody's probably gonna get it, you know what I'm saying? Or or have some type of taste of the symptoms. I've had people that have symptoms but tested negative, you know what I'm saying? So it just depends. And a lot of people got sick actually earlier before 2020, they got sick in like December, January. They didn't know what it was exactly, but um, you know, they just figured like maybe it was COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they mm. really don't know exactly exactly what it is. Uh, as of now, man, three million cases is a lot. And for you to say in Georgia, especially Atlanta, that you don't need a mask when Atlanta is already overpopulated, yeah. that's and that's a hard thing to say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's very hard. And it's, it, I mean, leadership positions, I don't know what to say, especially 
if I think people not gonna take it serious until it hits home. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of people that actually have done that. You know, that's you know, that's just how certain things work. Like Keisha Bottoms, she 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 I'm glad she's been feeling a little better, but she said she had symptoms. I believe she said she tested positive for it as well, I think. Mm. Um and I think when it t- when it hits home, it's a whole different ball game. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So when they start feeling the pain, so when it hits your pockets, they like, ah, oh, you know, it's okay. It just hit my pockets a little bit. That's why we're gonna hurry up and reopen this economy. But when it really hits, like purge numbers, you know what I mean? Like then, oh, now we got to do something. But it's kind of too late because you already. Expected or predicted a number to be deceased, and it's like, wow, come on now. Hmm. I mean, let's do some more revealing, man. You're talking about the COVID 19 and Georgia mayor. You gotta talk about Nick Cannon, you know. Oh man, oh, listen. <laughs> hey man, honestly, I feel like, and I and I think, well, Nick Cannon, we transitioned to Nick Cannon, man. Shout out to Nick Cannon and all the actors. definitely shout out things that he's done uh, throughout the years, even like before, like he's always been that person to just put people on and like, you know, build his community up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Shout out. Um, let me, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I got to give you a huge <laughs> shout, shout out to Nick cousin. Cannon. For, no, bro. Was, <laughs> no, man, I'm going to shout out Nick Cannon, bro, because he, he finished um, Nipsey Hussle's uh, start of the Dr. Savy documentary. And oh, I really did, feel like... And I really feel like once that documentary comes out, bro, it's it's just a lot of stuff is just gonna be solved. So huge shout out and props to him on that one, bro. I really appreciate him for that. Hey man, Nick Cannon does a lot of stuff, bro, and, and it's so that crazy. goes hey. unnoticed, bro. Yo, it really goes unnoticed. This man's grind is unnoticed, like it's unbelievable. It, it's not recognized, bro, because this man was doing wilding out, doing uh mass the mass singer. He was in college at Howard. You know what I mean? Graduated like, from Howard, bro, man. Trying to get his degree. Got a whole degree. Exactly, man. Shout out to Howard, man. HBCU, man. HBCU love. That's what we do, man. Shout him out. Yeah, and the dope part about it, man, he got uh, – what's the I'm looking for? Um, so, basically, it's all, it's all spews from off of his podcast that he created with uh, Professor Griff. Professor Griff, I'm sorry. He was a member of the Public Enemy. Uh, rap group back in like mm-hmm. the 80s. That's like you know, 10 years mm-hmm. before I was born. So I don't really know all in depth. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> what he was rapping about. But from my understanding, he was more like a conscious rapper. He was actually kicked out of the group for uh, Jewish uh, statements that he made. And it's kind of crazy that Nick Cannon had a conversation with him. And he's in the same predicament that Professor Griff was. But he was in a rap group. So I mean, it's... I don't know, man. It's revealing, man. I feel like a lot of the stuff, I feel like we talked about this last week uh, off the record, but a lot of the stuff, man, today's society is comes down to education. You know, uh, the theme of Nick Cannon's podcast, Cannon's class, was to, you know, inform people on different topics and stuff like that. And it's like from listening to the podcast 20 minutes in, bro, I'm I'm learning about somatic people. I'm learning about, you know, the, the six-bit major players in the media company. And it's like stuff I would not, you know, scrolling through Twitter or Instagram, I want to I know this. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he's really right. in a position to use his platform to really enhance the education of uh, people that, you know, follow him or listen to him. And, and, and people that's even under the umbrella of the viewership of Viacom, you know, Viacom. 
So I feel like, man, there's. Oh, don't get me started on Viacom. Yeah, I mean, we can go down. Don't get me started on Viacom, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Okay. It's just crazy how how things, like you said, you are revealing these things. But what? more of a question is why haven't we learned these things in school you know we learn about these things that get brushed over or we go quick over them in school and it's like let's really have a discussion Oof. about it you know and when it's time to have discussions people Oof. get mad and fire people hey bro don't even get me started on that go ahead let me do this bro the thing is and this is what i don't like about u.s um the world we live in today is very, it's very sugarcoated. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Like nobody wants to hear the real talk. Nobody wants to hear certain things. It's like, um, and we do it on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody, nobody wants to hear the truth. Anybody have a? Nobody wants to let anybody have an opinion mm-hmm. nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And it's like if you have an opinion, you're going to lose your job. Or you're going to suffer from it because of the social the society that we have in social media, the society that we have in general. And I don't like I don't like that you can't say anything even on the airways or you know anywhere you know certain things. And I just feel like we have to come to a society that that's more able to exercise their first rights, their first mm-hmm. amendment. You know, freedom of speech. We don't have that no more. It seems like man. And I think I was talking to a coworker about this. She was saying it's a difference between stating your opinion and actually stating a fact. And I said that's a totally hundred percent true. But at the same time, you can't tell me that, um, you know, if he's saying that you know a Jewish or you know those people that came into the United States were barbaric and animalistic, you know what I mean? Like he said, that's his opinion. Right. It might be a fact. But why he can't say that? You know what I'm saying? Why does he have to have get ridiculed for right. saying? And out of all the opinions in previous episodes that he recorded, why is this one a touchy subject? You know what I'm saying? Man, I ain't gonna lie. That Jewish community is something else, though, bro. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. I, and respect I don't to know them. If y'all I don't know. I don't, like I said, I, I gotta do more research and, and Judaism, the Jewish community, the rabbis. I really do need to do more research. But, you know, much Man. love to y'all. But I just, these are questions and, you know, that we be trying to Man, figure out. The Jewish community, the Jewish community that I will say, bro, is, 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 I don't know if you guys watched Godfather, man. Godfather is one of the best movies you ever should watch. I think every person that wants to be an entrepreneur needs to watch Godfather. At least the first one. I know each each Godfather is like three three minutes three hours. No, Godfather. No, Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather. Hey, listen, bro. The Godfather, he talks about some real stuff, man. It's just I think every entrepreneur needs to watch that because he talks about how he keeps the family first, right? Uh besides like, you know, keeping the family first, making sure they're straight first. And I think everybody should have that have that mentality to keep the family first, make sure the family's straight. If the family's taken care of, we could talk about, you know, other other things. You know what I'm saying? Always make sure the family's straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and and the guy the godfather is is that boy was not just because he was dangerous. He was really talking about some real stuff, man. Like he was making stuff happen outside of his own community. And I don't know if you it's a it's a scene um, which was kind of racist, but I mean, it, it showed just the pandemic of how the crack epidemic happened, how it started, 
and it was they was in a room with all the bosses that were uh you know running New York City. And he said he said they was having a, a, a meeting, and he was just like, "Man, send it to the send that crack to the hood, man, and and, <laughs> and, and let them boys let them boys you know wild out like animals. You uh, feel me? Like make sure they you know what I mean make sure they uh, they do it, man. We we don't want that in our community. Don't bring that to our community, right? And I said, bro, that opened my eyes. So when he said, I was like, oh, you know, the crack epidemic is a real thing. You know what I mean? It's not like it's this is this is not history that we just didn't pass over. This is something that we lived in. There's a lot of people from the 80s that are crack babies for real. Mm-hmm. Not not just a lyric in a song. You dig what I'm saying? So, it, it, you know, it, it, it's how, how it goes, man. It's just some people just want to bypass history. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But what y'all think about Viacom or Viacom? I'm not, I'm not sure how to say it, but, you know, y'all know what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Yeah. Man, don't get me started on Go ahead. I'm not too hip on them, so Zay, the floor is yours on that let, one. Let me, let me give you a vibe. Okay, so Viacom, oh, Viacom, we're going to go with Viacom. Viacom is how you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Viacom is um, it's basically an umbrella, community, an umbrella company. So it owns BT, it owns NBC, it owns CBS, it owns a lot of networks, right? And basically, Nick Cannon getting terminated from Viacom, basically meaning that any show that he produced, like first said, Wild and Out, shout out to Wild and Out, I love that show. Um, it can't get picked up by those networks because he was getting, you know, being terminated, you know what I'm saying, from the show. Uh, so it's just like, that's why when people say, you know, BET, we can't mess with BET because BET ain't even black owned. It's correct. BET was founded by a black man. It is black, stand, it does stand for black entertainment television, but at the same time, it's not owned by a black punk person or a black entity. Entity. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that's what Viacom is, Des, just to break it down a little bit of you. But man, Viacom, I feel like, I don't know who, you know, I feel like Viacom kind of did a disservice because Wild and Out is one of the longest shows and the greatest. highest, probably highest rated show in um greatest in on MTV VH slash VH1, bro. Like they're doing themselves a disservice because wow, they're not gonna get as much money as they do. Don't, don't, they don't already let the real housewives of Atlanta, all the housewives hear that, man. They going they gonna flip out Cap. of them. We could we could live without that. Hey man, we really can't. I don't even watch reality TV show, bro. So I don't know about none of that. I just know they might have a ce- celebrity guest that might be off of that on Wild and Out, and that's what I know from that. <laughs> that's I think I think those stuff be fabricated, bro. Just put a a negative image on black women, but you know that's just me. Hey. Hey. That's a fact, man. It, it, it just makes it seem like every time they got to go out for brunch and they got to throw champagne glasses. Right. Stuff, like, why is, the same exact, why is it the same exact thing every single time, bro? Like, can we get a different scenario or something? Please. Yeah, shoot, we used to watch Well, I used to watch it. But, you know, we had a reality TV show when it first came out, Flavor of Love. That was uh, different, York. though, bro. That was different, yeah, I mean, though, bro. That, that was a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the kids of this generation looking at it the same way you was looking at those things. 
That is true, though. I wasn't looking at it still. You look at Jersey You just said you were. Look at that Jersey Shore dance crew, bro. Come on, man. Definitely was, bro. You know, oh, I, I definitely you know, was. I never said I look. I ain't saying I said reality oh, okay. TV show. Okay. Like, uh, so you, bro, love, you love never watched York, that? I, love, I used to love that New York show. I ain't gonna front. Hey, bro. Quiet, quiet. That was me. <laughs> that was my show, man. That was my show, man. Uh oh. See these boys used to watch. See, only probably only reality show I probably watched was uh was uh uh Ron's house. Yeah, I mean that's it's probably like the closest I've ever gotten to like reality TV show. You gotta expand your horizon, bro. <laughs> well, brother, it ain't nothing good that's going on in a reality TV show. You can you can, you can definitely you can definitely you can definitely watch reruns, bro. I would definitely recommend it. You said watch what? Hey man, I take it into consideration, my brother. Definitely, bro. Tap into that. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hey man, but <laughs> but yeah, well, man, well, via, via calm, bro, I really do feel like that uh, a disservice. You know, what I mean, for them to try to terminate wilding out, man. But, Cause that's, but look at that's oh, oh, keep going, Zay. I was about to say, man, because that's something that, like, for me, for example, man. Shout out to wilding out. Shout out to the '85 South Show, man. Like. Honestly, bro, you we need a good laugh nowadays, man. And I feel like those two shows, like on YouTube, eighty five South Show, and um and um Wild and Out, really kept me like sane, keep me laughing. You know what I mean throughout this pandemic, bro. Like so, mm. I, I really appreciated Absolutely. it. I feel you, bro. Boy, I think, bro. I say this, bro. I really think it might be a blessing in disguise for Nick Cannon because he can create his own black owned TV network, bro. And Nick Cannon got the power and the resources to do that. Bro. I definitely, he, and he could put all those shows. On, I don't know how the contracts work and all that. I don't know if Wild and Out is all, you know, Viacom, all that, you know, stuff. But I really feel like Nick Cannon could really start his own network and start putting other black owned TV shows, bro. Like, I think Nick Cannon, that really could help Nick Cannon out and really just. Just expand his his ground even more though, because I really feel if anybody could do that, Nick Cannon could do that. So I definitely feel that might be a blessing in disguise for him. So I mean, it's messed up that he got fired from Viacom. Definitely, don't get me wrong, but like at the end of the day, he could still do a lot of big things with 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 his own thing, which I'm pretty sure he probably gonna end up doing. I just think he will. Ooh, man, that's, hey, that's that's a that's a definitely good thing, man. And somebody about to go somewhere, boy. Quan, where you going, brother? Hey, man, I'm on the move, bro. I'm I'm living in the moment, brother. T O T O T O. But nah, just to hit off oh, that man. too, man. I seen a tweet that Nick Cannon had uh, retweeted. He was like, uh, basically, um, with you know the firing and everything. Nick Cannon, it's not the first first time Nick Cannon made a number one TV show. So man, it's definitely his arsenal. Uh, of doing it, man. He got longevity in his career doing this. I feel like if anybody, I definitely would, you know, I could, Agreed. I could definitely see yeah. Nick Cannon doing something greater. I just hope he also get the full, uh, he, he was asking for right. rights to, to Wilding Out because he yeah. did have a big, a big arm and in, in, in getting it to, you know, I don't know how many years, it's 20 it years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like, man. One of the biggest things about Wilding Out, too, man, I'm sorry to cut good, you off, bro, man, but one of the biggest one of the biggest things about Wilder Now also is that he employed that his diversity for his employment. Like his cast is awesome, bro. Like he was bringing people from all walks of life, man. And they were all, you know, what I mean, they all came together and it was all great. 
made the show. It made the show. 100%. Yeah, man. So, you know, I just know it's going to be greater, greater, uh, coming his way, man. I hope he go to uh, Diddy. I hope he go to Revolt oh, yeah, TV I seen, with Diddy. I seen, yeah, man. I, that's what I hope. That's what I hope, man. I definitely seen that, too. Diddy uh, had messaged him and was like, yo, come over to Revolt. We black on. So I'm like, hey. He did. Oh, I come didn't know home. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come home. Come home. Come home, King. Come so, on. That was dope. So. I like that. I mean, I think that that's 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 gonna be another podcast, man. Ownership, man. We're gonna have to definitely talk about ownership in the future, man. But you know, yeah, two weeks is on, man. We, hey, hey, man. We just getting started, man. That's all I gotta say. Bro. Just getting started. Just getting started. Uh, Ooh, we show off. This is the first episode. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, but y'all, hey, y'all man, tune in to the NBA, man. It's coming back soon. Y'all, y'all ready for that? LeBron about to get his ring. His third ring. That's all I need. Yeah. It's fourth wanna, ring. That's I, all I, I need. I, hey, I wanted to do it for Kobe, man, but I feel like under the circumstances that's going on right now, man. Nah, he ain't got no excuse. He still got to yeah, do man. that. No excuses, huh? No excuses. Man, mm-hmm. y- y'all think this this man ain't been practicing, bro. That's the problem. This man been practicing since. What? I know, bro. bro. I know, bro. I know LeBron go come out and give everybody buckets. I'm excited. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to watch, bro. Hey, man, y'all thought he was on know. Instagram drinking wine and, and on live with ESPN mm-hmm. all the time. Nah, he was in the gym working, bro. Mm-hmm. The, he's the greatest of all time for a reason, bro. He knew, you did. He knew they was coming back, too. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I just I just hope they win, bro. I really just want LeBron to win. That's all I'm saying. But not, that's all I want. Oh, I came across something. Bro. Bro. I listened to a podcast. I listened to some NBA podcast, I think. And dude was like, um, he think that uh, the younger guys are at, are at an advantage because of um, the youthfulness, basically. Like they they've been down for this much time. You know, they they young. They can recoup, get back up. But as you get older in the league, it's like it's kind of harder for you to do that. So I don't know, man. I'm kind of eyeing a younger nah, team, man, to come be an underdog and, and win it all. But I don't know. Nah, 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 bro. It's it's King James, baby. I don't care none yeah. of that. I'm not talking. To, I don't want to hear nothing you talking about over there. King James is the goat, and he's gonna have four. We're gonna do this for Kobe, man. Yeah, we about to turn up. R.I.P. Kobe, man. R.I.P. Kobe, man. The goat. One of the go- greatest. One of the right. greatest. Man, what? Hey, man, to this day, man, get in the gym, man, listen to that Kobe Prime by with Lil Wayne, man. I'm telling you. Hey, best song for the greatest player of all time, man. One of the GOATs. One of the GOATs. I bet y'all know Larry, though, man. Say a Larry. Huh? Let me hear one bar. Let me hear one bar. <laughs> hey, man. Come on. Come Come on. Let me hear his eight. He say he said Kobe doing work two for on my shirt. He the greatest on the court and I'm the greatest on the verse. Okay. Going Going for the four green like it was like it was his first. Gotta do it. Get the bleak. Do it for Kareem. (laughs) He flow so nice. My flow so mean. Catch me in the game sitting next to Goldstein. Kobe Bryant Nikes. Purple gold stream. Kobe in the game dunking on the whole team. Come on now. Come on, now. That's Come tough, on, bro. Come on. Everybody needs to know that song. If you a Kobe fan, Come you gotta know on, that. Come on, now. Come on, now. Hey, no, you know, you know, he say this is he say, but this one, this is the, the the craziest part. That boy say, uh, he said, "Do it for magic. It's your time, baby." 
He said, I've seen nothing wrong for doing it four times, baby. I'm the best, yes. And he the best, yes. He said, hey, don't hey, worry, hey, hey, bro. Hey, exit that part out. Exit that part out, bro. Exit that part out. Exit that part out, bro. Don't worry, LeBron. Get him next year. <laughs> he could have left that out. <laughs> oh, man, bro. Come on, dad. What defense to an assassin? <laughs> Killer instinct, murder the basket. I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm, all right, everybody, go ahead, man. Hey, man. All right, so look. <laughs> all right, yo, that's my song, dog. Lil Wayne got some good songs, man. Shout out Lil Wayne, man, too. That's, that's Definitely. my favorite rapper, the, man. The greatest. The greatest, greatest of my generation. Greatest. You dig what I'm saying, man? My favorite Lil Wayne by, song. By, by any means. Hey, my favorite Lil Wayne song is probably an under, under, Undercover, underground song. It's called No Quarter Go Get It. You dig what I'm Oh, I know that. Uh, I'm about to say, bro. Favorite, Come on, guys. Favorite song, man. Favorite song of Lil Wayne, man, ever made. He, um, he dedicated that one to Michael Phillips. <laughs> you know, but still, that, that's the greatest song of all time, man. Mine's have to be the rolling off of uh, Sorry for the Wait. Sorry for the Wait. That is a perfect song, bro. You need you talk about a song that need to get me hyped up, bro. Like, yeah, I just need to tap that on. Yes, sir. Hey, hold on. What's the what's the what's the best Lil Wayne mixtape? Oh, oh man, hold on. Oh, that's, that's no ceilings, bro. No sorry, ceilings. T- sorry for the wait. Quan, Quan, thank what? you, bro. You probably what? the only person I've what? ever heard agree with yeah. me on it. No ceilings is a banger, bro. Don't get me wrong. Like I love no ceilings. Like every song on no ceilings is a classic. But it's something about sorry for the wait, bro. That just that's it's just different. Wait, but no feeling all time. No feeling's gonna go stupid, bro. Swag surfing. You got oh, let's do it. Wasted. Uh, ice cream page. Come on, man. He got single on there too, bro. Like yeah, bro. He definitely. I say he has some hey. all them bangers, bro. Listen, man. Hey, that's awesome, bro. Uh, man, shout out to Wayne, man. Favorite definitely, rapper, man. man. The New goat. Orleans, man. Yeah, I mean, he from Holly Grove. I'm from the Night Boy. He did what I'm saying. So, man. Yo. So which one is it, bro? What? Is it Atlanta or is it New Orleans? First of all, bro, I was born and and raised in New Orleans, but I was raised in Atlanta 2000. So I moved from I moved to Atlanta in 2005 due to Hurricane Katrina, man. Mm. All the people, all the lost lives are people for them uh, for that. But man, yeah, man. Quant, or not Quant, Dez, uh, we're gonna go to the excuse me, we're going to the positive note, man. I need you to uh we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up a little bit. Gonna end it off on a positive note, brother. Yeah, we're gonna yes, sir. Let's end it off on a positive note, man. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate y'all. Um <clears throat> really that something that's been really sticking to me um these past couple of days has been really uh the thought of be and accepting yourself. And I put this up on my whiteboard, be and accept yourself one hundred. I know sometimes as even as just humans in general, we get caught up in social media. We see our friends, we see other people around us that we truly tend to not love and appreciate ourselves and our process for what we're going through. I'm here to mm-hmm. say that we just got to trust our process, no matter um, what the outcomes, what we possibly might think might happen in the future, what happened in the past. We, got, we just got to remain present. One thing that I did over a quarantine that I stayed at earlier was I, excuse me, took away from social media. Like, I deleted everything, like Instagram, Twitter, 
Snapchat, like all that, like everything. So I know that was hard for me because social media was something that I ain't going to say like I kind of like judged myself off of, but it was just crazy seeing a lot of people doing things that I probably wish I wanted to do or still want to do, but just seeing them get things first, it just kind of made me like, I would say like kind of think low of myself. So I had to really get back from that. And once I did that and really just started like really accepting and saying, okay, I'm cool. I'm comfortable with being Desmond Paul. Like I'm 100% myself and this is the way I am. And this is who I am to present to the world. So I'm just here to say like, once you really find yourself and really start in loving and accepting yourself, you'll see a whole, whole, whole huge difference. Like, like the little things is 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 not going to even matter. And when I say the little things, I'm talking about the little negative things that you know, negative comments or what people think about you or what things are going on around you. Like that's not going to matter. But the the positive little things like your process, like understanding and seeing yourself grow from one space to the next, that's really what's going to count. That's what's really going to matter. So. I encourage everybody to start accepting yourself. If you got to take away from social media for a period of time or delete it and hold like I did, like I would encourage you to do that. Like, or if you don't feel comfortable deleting social media, you know what I'm saying? Don't be on it for a whole period of time. Like take probably 30 minutes out of your day where, okay, like I'll scroll for this. I know um, Apple has a timer where you can set time limits on your phone for how long you're on social media, you know, put a time constraint. So you're not really, basing your life on what's going on around you, but what's going on inside of you. Mm. So that's just my positive thought for today. I really hope, you know, I can touch and speak to some people about that. But, yeah, just be yourself. And above all, they're going to hear you because they got to hear you. You know what I'm saying? So I hope hey. they hear us. Hey, man. Yeah. Oh, I hope they hear us. Hey, one, one, hey man. <laughs> that's tough, bro. That is tough. I love that one. I love that. Well, man, I just want to wrap it up, man. I just want to say thank you for the listeners that will be listening to this podcast, man. I hope they hear us, and I hope they take something very valuable from the very valuable things that we have already discussed on this podcast. We have many more episodes to come, man. My name is Isaiah Garner. You can follow me at Zeta Man. Yes. Underscore. It's your boy, Quan, and uh, yeah, man. Just catch us at this episode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm dez man yeah uh we appreciate y'all for tuning in and and just, we just would love feedback and you know just anything you know ideas that potentially our viewers might want to pitch in and see us talk about you know be, feel free we just want to make this as open and genuine as possible appreciate everybody for tuning in to us let's go let's go see y'all on the next one <laughs>